Well, today is the seventh day of March, and it is uh, Tuesday. Good morning. Welcome to the Pulse WV Live, a network that beats to the heart of God. I'm your host, John Fowler. So glad to have you tuned in, and I hope you're doing uh, doing okay on this Tuesday. Not bad weather over here on the east coast of uh, West Virginia and down through uh, the tri-state area, so it's not going to be a bad day weather-wise, and I hope uh, you're having uh, a good weather day where you are. Now, I want to talk to you a little bit about what I preached on Sunday morning. Many times, what you're, what I'm, uh, what you do as a preacher is actually you're a fire hose on the platform, <clears throat> and you're trying to get water through a garden hose um, because you're just throwing out so much information. I mean, just literally so much information that it's really hard for all of us to uh, to get a hold of. And so what I do is, uh, of course, I had John Sandy yesterday. And so what I try to do is take one day out of that, out of the week, whatever I preached, and just kind of summarize it and get it, uh, get it to a place where we can uh, learn some other things. Because I was looking through my notes and there was things that I didn't even talk about. But there was also things that needed to be talked about. And so I just uh, I want to go over some things and just uh, see what you think about it. So, Father, help us today. Lead us, guide us, and direct us, and we give you praise. We give you honor, and we give you glory because you're worthy of it all. Lead me, guide me, direct me today in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, the way I started the message on Sunday, and if you haven't heard the whole message, I encourage you to go to the Pulse WV Live um, uh, on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts. You can also catch it on uh, Twitch, as well as um, Twitter. You can catch it also on um, Facebook, three locations on Facebook, my personal Facebook page under John Fowler. You can also catch it on the Pulse Gasaway or the Pulse WV Live Network. So we are all over the place. Please share, like, and subscribe. Let people know what we are doing and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. So the topic is Leaning towards the calm, and let me tell you how this all came about. I have a friend of mine, uh, Frank Grindo, at the uh, Braxton County Airport. He and I hang around a lot together, work on airplanes, go flying and eat, and just have a real good time and help other people too. And um, he was he he and I were talking on Friday this past week, and the wind was just atrocious. And he walks on the runway uh, up at the airport, <clears throat> uh, on the edge of the runway, and. Um, you know, every day. And he said that the wind was just atrocious and he was just kind of uh, leaning towards the wind, he said. And he said, but really I was leaning towards the calm. I was trying to find the calm. And I thought, wow, that is a great sermon topic. <clears throat> so I um, I went home and, and I thought, man, I'm going to sit down and see what God says about this. So come up with this sermon that uh, that the Lord gave me. You know, in West Virginia, we, we haven't had a lot of snow uh, this year, uh, by God's grace, but we have made it up <clears throat> in wind. Do you remember the wind? Uh, Christmas of 2022, uh, we were coming back from Daytona or um, Destin, Florida, and uh, we actually came back a day early because the wind and the snow and all that was going to be atrocious uh, coming home. And so... Um, we've had a lot of wind, but we haven't really had a lot of snow. And there's been some days that the sun has been out and uh, there's been some good flying days. And uh, there's been some days where there have been some clouds. And um, one thing that you have to understand is that it may be a pretty day on the ground uh, and you may be just gorgeous and the wind may not be blowing, but that doesn't mean 
that the wind is not blowing aloft. Aloft means in an altitude. And, you know, just recently I read a story. Actually, uh, Sam Wayne and, and uh, John Sandy and Cynthia uh, Thomas uh, Jackson and Emmett Wayne and also Alexa Wayne, uh, my wife Christy and me, went out to the Mexican restaurant in Sutton on um, Sunday after church. And there was actually a uh, TV that was on, and they had where they were showing an airplane, and they were literally showing the inside of the airplane, and a person was killed because of turbulence. And uh, this was a passenger, you know, who got on an airplane just like normal, going from one place to another, and there was uh, severe turbulence, and the person was actually killed. Now, I don't know all the details of that. But what you have to understand is that, you know, the weather may be calm on the on the ground, but that doesn't mean what it's what it's like aloft. And it could be really turbulent. It could be really windy. It could really mess your airplane up and it could really cause some damage to you if you're not careful. Well, you say, well, how does that relate to me? Well, what you see is not always reality. What you see may not always be what you think. And so what we see is the outside of people. And I really didn't get to talk about, about this much on Sunday for because of the for sake of time. But what we see on the outside of people is not what is always going on on the inside. You know, a person may be laughing and they may be just, um, you know, a cut up and they may be just having. And I've seen this. I've seen it to where people have just been. They seem like that they're enjoying life. And then you hear that they committed suicide and it just, it's a gut punch because you're thinking, well, why did they do that? Because they were so happy. Now I'm not saying going, going around and doing uh, analysis on people looking in their eyes and say, because you're happy, you may want to commit suicide. No, that's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that what is, what goes on on the outside of people is not always what is going on on the inside because people suppress their emotions and you really don't know. Not all people. Most people wear their emotions on their on their sleeve, but many times people are hurting behind the smile. And when people are hurting behind the smile, that's when we should be alarmed. Many times, as pastors, Christians, we don't see what the other person is going through because we're so tied up with what's going on in our own world. Let me ask you a question. As the church, how do we help? Now, if you noticed, I did not say as a church, how do we help? But I said, as the church, how do we help? How do we help people? When you define the word calm, it's not showing or feeling nervous, angry, or other strong emotions. It's, it's, it calm is just absolutely, you're not feeling nervous. Everything's good. Blood, blood pressure's good. But as a, as a church, are we to be shaken by what is going on in the world instead of dictating what needs to go on in the world and the church shaking it up a little bit? Let me read that again. As the church, are, are we to shake the world instead of the world dictating and shaking the church. Absolutely. You know, when you watch the news, you need to think, okay, how can I change that? You say, well, I can't change that. Yes, you can. 
because you are the church, the most powerful identity that ever existed. You are a mover and a shaker in society today. It only takes one voice. Look at Madeline O'Hara. Now, Madeline O'Hara, back in, uh, back in the textbook days, um, was able to get God out of schools. Okay, one person. Martin Luther King started a movement back in Birmingham, Alabama, back in the 60s, that changed society to today. One person can change the world. How many abortions have taken place today? How many Billy Grahams have been killed? How many Joyce Myers have been killed? How many um, great men and women of God have been murdered and could not fulfill their destiny because they were killed because of a selfish, selfish act? And so as the church, are we to shake the world instead of the world dictating and shaking us? Well, let me give you a statement. To be a victorious church, we can change the world. But most people are so tied up in their selves and their own families, which I understand, it's, it, it happens that way, that you've got people around you that are dying and going to hell, but you're not changing it. You have to change the world. If, you're, if your son or daughter is not saved or you think they are, it's amazing to me the funerals that I've preached where I didn't think the person was saved and uh, and then somebody will come up to me and, well, he did this or she did that or, you know, we, we just felt like that they were. Well, I mean, you can compromise it all day and put people in heaven, but do we really know? We have to have that no-so salvation, as Ronnie Henson would say years ago. So here's the thing. How do we help the hurting? Number Number one is we need to listen to the needs of the people without interruption. Christians are so fast to speak instead of being so slow to listen. Christians need to be so, they're so fast to speak, you know, not letting the person finish, you know, what they're going through, which I know it's hard because, you know, many people are going through the same thing uh, instead of being slow to listen. I remember when I was a banker uh, for about 19 years, they trained us. BB&T is where I really started, One Valley and BB&T, one of the finest, some of the finest people that you could ever work with. And, um, and so what they did was they taught us. They taught us how to profile a customer. You know, somebody comes up to you and they say, hey, I want to open a checking account. Well, immediately what people would do is they say, well, okay, we'll open you a checking account, we'll give you a debit card, we'll give you online banking, we'll open a savings account, and we'll tie those two together. If you have Social Security, we'll get you a direct deposit, blah, blah, blah. Before we even heard the need of the customer, we were already throwing products at them. Well, the church is just like that. We have a product to to offer them, and that's eternal life through Jesus Christ, but we need to listen to the people and find out what their need is. Are they hungry? Do they have a financial need? You know, what, are, what, are, what do they need within their lives? So as we sit down and listen, and, you know, it's hard, to, it's hard for someone who is hungry to listen to you. We need to feed them first. It's so important that we do that. Hope this is helping you today. Appreciate those that are tuned in today watching and listening. Hey, Andy Collegrell, so good morning to you. Hey, old buddy, good to, good to have you listen. So one of the things, as a, as a statement as a Christian, and this is what I preached on Sunday as well, I summarize it, Christians today 
think that it's the pastor's job to do all this stuff. And it's not. It's all of our jobs working together, being able to meet the needs of the community, be able to meet meet the needs of the families. Let me give you a scripture over in 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Listen to this. Praise be to God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ and Father of compassion. So if he's a father of compassion, he's leading us to be compassionate to others as well and a God of all comfort. Now, you know, if you look at the Greek, Greek for all means all. He says in the next verse, praise be to God and the Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of compassion and the God of all comfort, all comfort and compassion, who comforts us in all of our troubles. Isn't that good? So that we can comfort those in any trouble with the comfort with ourselves receiving from God. What does that mean? God comforts us, and then because we're comforted, we comfort others because we've learned. I want to encourage you to stop having meltdowns. God wants you to have control of your emotions. Yes, things happen. People, people pass away. The car wrecks happen. People go through financial issues. Yes, they do. But we're the church, the most powerful identity that ever existed. You are the most powerful identity through Jesus Christ. You cannot be shaken. You cannot be destroyed. Because, because Jesus said that. Upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. See, what happens many times is people get up in the morning and they say, let's go to church. But really, it's the church going to the building. So we are to offer people comfort, and the comfort is in Jesus Christ. The comfort is not in us, not in our education, not in, not in uh, any of those things, but it's in Jesus Christ. We always need to put people back to Jesus Christ. Always lead them back to Jesus Christ. So you and me have to be calm in the storm because Jesus has given us the authority to speak to the storm. He's given us the authority to speak to the storm. He's given us the authority to move mountains. That's us. We can do that through Jesus Christ. The Bible says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. If you look at Galatians chapter 6, 1 and 2, listen to this. Brothers and sisters, if anyone is overtaking in a wrongdoing, which King James says a fault, but, um, but this version says a wrongdoing. You who are spiritual, restore such a person with a gentle spirit, watching out for yourself so that you also are not tempted. So that means don't have a haughty spirit about yourself. And so as, as you think about this scripture, those who are spiritual— what, what does that mean? Those that are mature, those that, that have gone through it, those that walk with a limp, so to speak. You know, you ever heard the old saying, don't trust a man or a woman without a limp? Don't, don't trust a man or a woman that doesn't have scars? Because uh, if they don't have scars, most of the time they're the ones that's causing the limp and the scars. So brothers and sisters, if, anyone, if someone is overtaking in a wrongdoing, which happens, it's happened to all of us, you who are spiritual, Restore such a person with a gentle spirit. That means we need to help these people. Instead of being critical of these people, we need to help get them back on the right track. Get them restored. 
as you lean through the calm of the day, things are going to happen. People are, people are going to say things to you. Things are going to go wrong. Somebody's going to pull out in front of you. But it's how you handle those things. Remember, people are watching you. Here's what verse 2 says of Galatians chapter 6, 1 through 3. I'm going to, well, I'll probably just read 2. Carry one another's burdens. In this way, you will fulfill the law of Christ. Pray for one another. Don't be, a, don't be afraid to, to say, hey, um, I want to pray for you today. I, I, I had a word for somebody after church on Sunday, and I, I was able to share that with them. You know, listen to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit will speak to you. We'll let you know. Here's how you can help the hurting. Ask God for an opportunity today to help someone that's hurting. Then I want to tell you, listen, listen, listen. Listen to that person. Don't be so quick to sell them a product. Don't be so quick to sell them a church. Don't be so quick. Make sure that their needs are met. Begin to work the solution with that person, not the problem. You know, I've had people call me they, they, in business. They'll say, we have a problem. No, I don't have a problem. We have an opportunity. A problem will lead to an opportunity. But what you have to do is begin to work the solution. Don't work the problem. Work the solution. Because it's time for you and me to lean into the calm. If you're not where you need to be today, I encourage you to just ask the Lord. Just search your heart. Do you think that if anything would happen to you today, that you would go to heaven? If you have any question, any doubt, just say, Father, forgive me of my sins. Come into my life and live. Use me for your kingdom, glory, and honor. In Jesus' name. If you prayed that prayer, if you need a Bible, let us know. We'll send you one. Free of charge, courtesy of the Pulse WV Live. We've done this show for about mm, over two years, and we just are just excited about what God is doing and how he is blessing. You want to be a part of this ministry financially, you can do that by texting the word Pulse to 1304-244-3187. You can also go to thepulsechurch.com and give through PayPal. Or you can mail your love gift, snail mail we call it, P.O. Box 141, Gasaway, West Virginia. 26624. Join me again tomorrow, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time for the next edition of the Pulse WB Live, a network that beats to the heart of God. Love you. Have a great day in Jesus' name.